3: My name is Sarah and welcome back to another episode of Talking Fast alongside me, just like every single week, is manager Jacob. Jacob. What are you (laughs) I was like waiting for like the response back? What are you drinking or eating? I'm going with eating this week. You normally go, I don't know what since I edit these episodes, I was looking back. I almost always go with drinking, and you almost always go with eating. I
1: noticed that today because I was gonna write down what I've been drinking, but it's all it's kind of been the same uh i'm gonna bring back a different one for an upcoming episode because i have to just have to do a trial you'll know when it when it happens okay. but yeah. i'll have a everyone's on the edge of their
3: up.
2: seats. i so. know
1: <laughs> this week though listen this is coming out i think at the end of november right mm-hmm. and it is cold in toronto now
2: it's
3: very chilly it's yes. chilly it's scarf season
1: it's scarf i walked in with a scarf yep same come on and uh you know what goes hand in hand with scarves
3: i don't know what you're gonna tell me
1: you walk into the grocery store they put out right in front of you around this time of year clementines a huge clementine guy if i could you know when
3: i I put on a scarf i think ah this means it's clementine season oh a (laughs)
1: hundred percent yeah scarf season and clementine season are synonymous like they have to go hand in hand did you
3: ever used to sell them like for clementines was that not a thing you did no we sold chocolate Oh, I did chocolate, but then sometimes hockey, you know, like you sports, athletics. You clementines? Yeah, like individual, Like crates of clementines. Not individual <laughs> Like <Clementine. laughs> You're walking around the sidewalk? No, a- <laughs> like you could pre-order crates of clementines. <gasps> oh my and gosh. grapefruit and
0: oranges.
1: Fruit? Really? Like
3: fruit. I don't know where it comes from. No, but-
1: we did chocolate. We did like hazelnut chocolate and there was oh, this okay. one, we, <laughs> we raised it for uh, like raising money for like soccer. Yeah. And uh one family's golden retriever ate like sixteen chocolate bars and they were really nervous for a while if they're dog was gonna be okay luckily the dog was okay but oh like protect god. maybe that's why selling fruit's important because if a dog got a clementine i think it would so be So you're a okay. big
3: clementine guy Are you gonna like start bringing it to soccer on thursdays i what? think i'm gonna
1: yeah start <laughs> splitting them up before i go to the a game into individual slices of clementines that what they're called pieces and uh hand them out at halftime i like that also like that. do you okay when you peel a clementine
3: i don't eat clementines
1: oh my god baked <laughs> good clementines what's next uh I don't clementines know. first okay for anyone listening then do you peel in one peel or in a, a bunch what, of chaotic do do? spots? I do want to try to go one peel. You yeah. It's a little do. challenge for myself. I like that. <laughs> what, what about you? What are you okay. eating and drinking Some this week?
3: Some people have Wordle. You try to peel a Clementine. Um, <laughs> I, you know what's funny
1: is I did Wordle while eating a Clementine today.
3: <laughs> oh my God. I... It's, I guess this is more so where I thought you were going with like the scarf because like scarf season, cozy vibes means yeah. it's soup season, baby. Not oh, Clementines. It's okay. soup. We want cozy vibes. My Christmas tree is up. I want to be sitting there just like slurping on some soup. Sitting with around some, the tree, checking out yeah, the presents. with some <laughs> bread, with butter to dip in my soup. That's okay, this my is big. Vibe. What
1: kind of soup are we talking a about? big butternut squash girl. Ooh. Big
3: butternut squash. That's like my go-to soup that I will
1: never Ooh, get sick uh, of. Cinnamon on top?
3: No, I hate cinnamon, but <laughs> <laughs> Jacob tries
1: this to like, relate to me. No no to lo- yeah, I, I know. This is no anything. longer relatable for me. <laughs> okay. Um, so butternut squash. I'll
3: put like salt on it. Okay. Salty yeah. And
1: then dip with bread.
3: Yeah. So like just a classic, like what your mom would do, take a piece of good old like white bread, put some butter on it, yeah. cut it up and just dip it. And it is to die for. If I get, if I splurge, I'll get like a sourdough for it. But Ooh, yeah. the big soup. And even like I noticed at work, like we have, there's a not a cafeteria, a food court. I mean, that was saying before. A food court like under like the building and there's a soup place and I, the second it starts to get cold, I go, well, I'm getting soup every day for lunch now and then they have all the different options too. I'll mix in a broccoli cheddar once in a while.
1: Okay, I was going to say, yeah, other ones. I've been eating a lot of like, there's like potato leek. You ever potato do that? Potato
3: leek is good. A clam chowder is good. I don't trust the one that's in the food court. Well, but- so,
1: sometimes I have stupid things that happen or I say stupid things or think stupid things. Mm-hmm. One of them was around clam chowder or sorry, it was around chowder in general. Okay. I thought... This is this is putting myself on blast, but I went to Seattle once and I didn't have we went to a chowder spot with a bunch of friends and I was like, I'm not going to have this. I don't want this because I was under the impression (laughs) that all chowder was made with clams and I didn't want that. Uh, I was quite old. This is not like a childhood thing. This is
3: recently that you learned that not all chowders. are well, made Oh, maybe like 10 years ago. Do you not like ago, clams but... then? That's your issue?
1: Yeah, I'm not a big clam guy. Mm, Listen, I'll okay. do mussels. Uh But clams throw They're me off of and I don't same. want them in like a chowder form.
3: Interesting. Yeah, there's lobster <laughs> chowder. There's tons of chowder you can have. It's usually seafood though.
1: Uh, okay, Sarah, what are we watching or reading this week?
3: This is so embarrassing to admit. <laughs> okay, so. Okay.
1: I just did something it's, embarrassing. It's, you gotta <laughs> level of... with me here.
3: Okay, so. A Court of Thorns and Roses. You know how I'm obsessed now. Yeah. That series, I finished it. Now I feel like I have no nothing to live for. Oh. This is, besides this podcast and that series, there's not a lot else going on right <laughs> okay. now. So I was like, what am I going to do? I want I, to... I kept saying I wish it was like a movie or a TV show. I could just like start from the beginning, right? Like when you make yeah, a show. But yeah. then it's like reading it is like a commitment. So I found this girl called Carrie Can Read. And she is a YouTuber who talks about books. She does... <laughs> Like breakdowns of every single thing that happens in the book, like chapter by chapter, it gives you. So it's like you're watching oh, a really? movie, and she has like all the characters on like a board and points to them, talks.
1: It's like the after show for the series,
3: I guess. But it's no, it's the whole point. It's like um, you can watch this so you don't have to read 800 pages of oh, okay. gotcha. So the whole point gotcha. is like, if you, example, were like, oh, like Haley, we really like the series, but it's not really my vibe. But I want to know what's happening so I can relate yeah. to her. You could go watch these four and a half hour long YouTube videos so I
1: watched all five of them and wait so you invested 20 oh. hours into the, where did you have the time over the over the last week <laughs> into, since we recorded you spent into, an entire day of that time doing this
3: re a book series I already have.
1: okay was it as entertaining to go yes, through that much
3: she's so funny and like to be honest it was good because like, <laughs>
1: that's a huge amount of time did you skip it skip through it it
3: was like well, I watch it on one and a half speed. Oh, wow. Okay. And then I watch it while working or in the background of life. It's like it was my new Vanderpump Rules okay. <laughs> this week. Okay.
2: Okay.
1: But, I, but would, I guess if you've already read it, you're kind of, you don't have to be like totally invested hundred percent of the time, for sure. right? You're but getting,
3: it, I can't explain it other than like, it felt like I was watching a movie of it because it's like, I'm still hearing it. I'm still like, or yeah. an audio book, I guess, but they were so long. They were four hours each, but worth it. Honestly, I would rewatch.
1: <laughs> okay. Well maybe, maybe send me a link and I'll check it out. You
3: could, you can watch it at double speed. She's also <laughs> Carrie can read, like shout out her. She's like. I didn't know who she was. Would you recommend it to
1: someone who's like interested in maybe starting the books but wants to like see what's going on first? Yeah, but the
3: issue is like it's too many spoilers. It's not spoiler free. It's literally Uh. like if you don't if you don't like reading and you want to know what Akatar is, you could watch all these videos and know as much about the series as I do. Okay. So it's like for those types of people anyway so you could do that but i if you've also read the books it's a good little rewatch anyways that's what that's what okay that's pretty reading slash watching what about you
1: well mine is also kind of a summary of a massive amount of time but i checked out the new series i only watched the first episode which was on the dinosaurs but i checked out the new series on netflix life of our planet or on life on our planet sorry the one that's like narrated by morgan freeman it's I've basically like it, a planet cool. earthy type thing but mm. it's going through all of the main events that basically shaped the planet that we live on and who we are and everything else so the and first that, one was all about dinosaurs and listen how was it it was good it was entertaining it was also a little spooky
3: what's your favorite dinosaur
1: oh that's a good like question i think one. probably like a brontosaurus
3: mine's a triceratops oh really because on um Land before time, the triceratops oh, is named Sarah. Oh my
1: god, I forgot about the land before time. Mm-hmm. Okay, I know what I'm gonna be watching next week. Then <laughs> <laughs> that's a speaking of good series, yeah. Land
3: Before <laughs> Time, a classic, a classic. Okay, that's good. Um, what are we listening to this week? Are you getting hyped up for your event on Friday? Like, or what are I we am getting to? hyped up
1: for the event on Friday. This comes out a couple of days before the event, just friends. Probably still maybe a couple tickets available. If you want to come, you can check out the link in my bio. I'm doing never, like a house music yeah, club so night.
3: I all of my friends keep going like, oh, you don't like house music. I go, I don't know if I like it because I just don't listen to it. I only listen to Taylor Swift, so I'm going for the experience. So if you want to experience house music for the first time, join me.
1: If you're looking for a nice approachable place to dance and
0: just have That's a good time, i
3: was telling someone. To, I was I'm like a pseudo promoter for you and at i love work today i was hyping it up and i was like it feels like an approachable because i'm not cool enough i'm wearing cargo pants but like uh, i'm like not cool enough to be going to like a house music thing like i just described it as that obviously so i'm not cool enough to go on my own but this it feels like a safe space because you're hosting
0: it
1: yeah and it's the first event hopefully we'll make it a series and it's it's called just friends but it's available to anyone realistically and but we want to make it a place where it feels like you're just dancing, having a good time I love with friends. That. So that's anyway. Anyways, that's on Friday. I
3: so Totally bombarded you. So what are you listening to?
1: Well, apart from uh, the two guys that I'm I'm throwing it with, Leontero and Sugar Jesus, I'm also listening to New West. And we were talking about this just before we started recording the show. That this is like a long way out, but they have a show with the Beaches, Dizzy, and Valley in August of 2024 at Budweiser Stage I here in be Toronto. Able to go, but I won't be here. It's like the ultimate. Where are you gonna be? It was the Olympics. Oh, true. Okay. Well, we'll yeah. all go and all FaceTime you. Okay, <laughs> sounds good. Sounds good. <laughs> but it's like four – they're like – I think it's a group of four like singer-songwriters yeah. from Toronto, New West. Uh. Anyway, I had only listened to one song of theirs like a year ago, which I think was Balenciaga or Balenciaga's. Uh, really great song, but I started getting into them more this week. I think it was actually after I saw Shannon – uh, post
0: about, them? about
1: the show actually oh, now that i'm thinking about this shout out shannon yeah shout out shannon but i i dope back in in good time go check out that song i'm gonna maybe add it to jacob's songs to cry to for the fall
3: Jacob's songs to cry to is it it's one of my fall? new it's favorite songs winter now
1: true exactly but that's what i'm listening to what about you sarah
3: what can i say i am if anything but a creature of habit <laughs> and i'm not lying when really the only artist i really listen to is taylor swift but I've made a little pivot. I was sleeping on Olivia Rodrigo's new album. Oh. Because I How could you? I don't know why I was sleeping on it for a while, but I just maybe it's because I like, didn't get tickets to her show, so I was like resenting it a little bit. Yeah. But then I got tickets to her show this week.
1: It so was you're like out. you gotta get into so it. Now
3: I'm like, oh my god, now I have to like get into the new album and it's a banger. I've just been like, I wasn't listening. I had it like on playlists and stuff, but I wasn't listening to it like a proper album should be consumed yeah now i have been i get the hype she's a little rock star and i'm gonna go see her in march which is really exciting well she's also
1: tough because she has such bangers listen she's everyone knows this who listens to the podcast i'm like a big repeat guy yeah she's got repeatable songs you could listen to them like six times yeah a that's But true. the album as a whole like you're saying is yeah. good as
3: well. so i only had a few songs like um like uh get him back or whatever that was on my running playlist because it's like like very like yeah rocky and whatever so i'm like fully in another olivia rodrigo era which was great because she's one of my most listened to artists when sour came out so i'm guts is great i finally appreciate it and she was just nominated for
1: a couple grammys right
3: yeah i think she has six grammy nominations go off i really want to do a full grammy episode we'll have to bring shannon back or something because i have so many opinions on the grammy nominations. when are the grammys in february
1: should we go we I mean, we go to LA and can, uh, do a carpet. Grammys episode? <laughs> I mean, go to LA and do a Grammys episode? Maybe.
3: <laughs> we'll, we'll, we, except for we'll be like 200 feet from the Grammys, probably like in a parking lot, but I'm down.
1: <laughs> also, for anyone listening, shout out your favorite LA creators, interesting mm. people. Maybe we'll tease something Maybe about that. Something Who knows? Happened. Maybe. <laughs> Speaking of Creature of Habit, somewhere you went.
3: <laughs> Speaking of Creature of Habit, I went back to the Wee Chief, baby. <laughs> Look, I haven't been back to the. Okay. Despite Halloween doesn't count, I was there for 30 minutes at the end of the night. I have been back to the Wee Chief proper since the summer before summer because in the summertime it becomes a way too young out of town crowd, which I'm not a fan of. Everyone's yeah. like a 22 year old baby. Then my bartender's there and my boys at the door told me that no, like you can come back now. It's like a safe space for older people like me. So then now my friends and I went back. We had a little proper, like pre party girls night out that the boys ended up joining for but when back chicken and waffles was performing i got serenaded by the lead singer because it was like oh my god sarah's back she's been back in so <laughs> long and danced my Butt off at the Wee Chief, which is always a good Saturday night in my book.
1: And this is like a King West bar that's not a King West bar, Correct. right? Correct.
3: It's the only one on King West that I know of that has live music. Yeah, it's Toronto's oldest bar, and it's good times and good vibes. And if you're like, I don't want to pay cover, it's ten dollar cover, but all the money goes to the band. That's why the cover's worth it, and that's why. We love the We Chief. Long live. Oh,
1: okay. That's a good tip, actually. Yeah, because
3: I think people think like, oh, why am I paying cover? It's just because the money goes to the band.
1: Hello, we're paying musicians. Exactly.
3: Supporting artists, supporting local. Anyways, what about you?
1: That's big. Okay, I'm showing out another East End spot, but it doesn't have to be an East End spot. I love Pilot Coffee over here.
3: They just opened one in the well by me.
1: Oh, did they really? No.
3: Propeller coffee, never
1: mind. Ignore okay, me. well, shout out Propeller as well. You know, we're not here to <laughs> discriminate. Dis, yeah, you can discriminate understand why I'd get confused, though,
3: between pilot and propeller. They're
1: pretty close. We got peas, we got coffee shops. And they both um, have to
3: do with airplanes.
1: Oh, wow, that's true. <laughs> okay, yeah, that is more than just peas. Okay, I'm pilot not on my game. Coffee. Pilot coffee. <laughs> yeah, pilot's great. Uh, I've been going there a little bit more frequently as of late. And you know who I. I didn't say hello or anything, but I ran into. Bobby Webster, GM of the Toronto Raptors oh. at pilot. So clearly he's an East Ender. Shout out the East End. <laughs> like, I let him, got one. I let him do his thing. I desperately wanted to go over and just like congratulate him on, on getting Grady Dick because I'm just a huge Grady oh, Dick fan, fun. our new rookie. Bobby's
3: a good guy though. He would have been totally fine if you went up to him.
1: You know what's funny is he sat there and maybe, I shouldn't say this, but he was, he was just eating his muffin and watching TikToks. For like 15 minutes, just enjoying his morning. I love that. So shout out Bobby and shout out Pile of Coffee. But what I was going to say is just like, this is a shout out for people to go and just like invest time in their neighborhood. That's what I'm trying to do a little bit more recently is to just basically check out the spots that are local around me. You know, recently a couple have closed. We don't necessarily want that to happen. We would rather keep our neighborhood spots, mm-hmm. especially the ones we like, open so long live the east end jacob's gonna keep it open and long live all of your neighborhoods too go out and check out your local coffee shop go check out your
3: local coffee shop (laughs) this is my psa last but certainly not least what's something you did
1: okay this is a wild one for me sarah as you know i've been talking about the cottage build that i'm doing with my brother and we're kind of getting to the stage where things are progressing to the point where we're like okay now that it's gonna be done ish Mm -hmm. in a few months we're like, now we have to get stuff to put in this, which is a wild oh, thing to experience. Because you, you're not just like moving from one place to another. You're like getting new stuff you, to fill in there. <laughs> so And I'm like, whoa, pots and pans? <laughs> Good
3: thing you have an absurd amount of chairs, though. Okay, so this is what I fun. said.
1: I said to Ben, my brother, and then my sister-in-law, Amanda, I was like, guys, we don't have to worry about chairs because <laughs> I have all the chairs ready to go.
3: <laughs> like, I've got it.
1: But we do have to get pots and pans. And then I saw this statistic that I wanted to share that was apparently the LA Times- Says Whoa. the average household has 300,000 objects in their home. Now we're talking individual sheets of paper would count as an individual object, right? But 300,000 things.
3: Individuals? I don't believe that. That's too many. See,
1: I didn't believe this either, but a lot of people were reporting this, and I was like, that's tough. And then I started to make some decisions around pots and pans. And it's all of a sudden one pots and pans set is like you got your lids. And then you got your spoons that go with it. And you yeah. got all this stuff. And it adds up. So it's stressing me out a little bit. So but. if
3: anybody wants to send Jacob some pots and pans. <laughs> well, no, I'm this. covered on the pots and
1: pans. But literally anything else that <laughs> goes into a house, he has 3, come my way.
3: objects that he needs to fill. So anything else. Uh Send it Jacob's way. Yeah,
1: honestly, I'll take it. um uh, Sarah, something that you did this week.
3: I went into Christmas mode. Fa- you, la- 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 you did la- la- just la- tease a second ago that you have your Christmas tree app. I else? do have my Christmas tree app. I put up my Christmas tree. I put up some garland. I put up my little I don't have a mantle because I live in a condo, but on my TV stand, I hung put up my stocking? hung my little stocking. <laughs> <laughs> I got a Christmas themed candle. And then yesterday I was like, what else should I do than watch Christmas movies? So I watched two. And, <gasps> and watch? one of them is called Xmas. It's got Leighton Meester and who's the other? Oh, Robbie Amell. I love okay. Robbie Amell. But that movie was a flop. I did oh, not no. like it. I barely paid attention. I just made bracelets the entire time. Second one I watched, I've already watched before. Something from Tiffany's is amazing. It's got Zoe Deutsch in it and this very attractive man whose name I do not know, but he's beautiful to look at. And it's a great movie. Okay, so highly I'm- recommend one dud, one
1: Yay. i've never seen either of these so i'm gonna take the good one The
3: good one you should watch something from <laughs> Tiffany, it's very good it's at new york you'd love it it's vibey okay and anyways uh so i went full christmas mode I even more like a little ho 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 sweater so christmas has officially started i announced it it's christmas season do
1: you now. do stockings still like do you fill a stocking
3: like my parents says yeah yeah Ugh, yeah wish you don't no just bring it back you're about to have a cottage you can do whatever you want
1: this is true. I can
3: add to your 300,000 items that you need Oh, God. Build. Think about how many items go into a
1: stocking. Stress me out.
3: From being a top performing instructor at SoulCycle to running her own fitness empire through her brand, Live Sweaty, our next guest shares her life online with a dedicated audience who are just as obsessed with fitness, fashion, travel, and a little chaos as she is. From spending months in Bali to running park sweats, I've loved following this guest's journey and coming from someone who has done her workouts and felt like I wanted to die. She (laughs) does live up the name live sweaty uh, so excited that we can finally have her in canada long enough to actually make this podcast happen please welcome to talking fast live <laughs>
0: yay <laughs> i know finally i
3: did the first thank park you for having me. no thank you for coming i did Liv's first well it was her last park sweat of the year it was yeah. my first park sweat yeah and i was like oh i'm gonna like be a little hungover and hide in the back with Jacqueline, no, 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 and she goes no. oh there's a spot right up right here come, <laughs> <laughs> on. And she goes, come on and i was like Oh, shit I've avoided My these all mate, summer yeah, I had honestly, to go We have, have to get you two a
0: sweat I'll
2: come
1: I'll come yeah, Seriously
0: And like
3: This is me thinking That I was more I'm like oh, I've been doing F45 I'm fine No 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 <laughs> No 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 This it's is like sneaky
2: The way it creeps it's up sneaky. on you
3: And there's like no hiding Cause no, like you're no, no like on the whole time and like yeah. calling out names and remember I still oh, like can yeah. never remember names. Like I'm yeah. very impressed by that. Thank you. Did you like always know you want to do your own fitness thing after SoulCycle or what was that like you know journey what? from there to your own brand?
2: <clears throat> I think the beauty of SoulCycle is you kind of and, and really when you're an instructor anywhere you have to make the business your own in order to succeed mm-hmm. as an instructor because I feel like everybody has a different way of teaching and you know they kind of give you the ingredients but then it's up to you how you want to you know what your brand is what kind of music you're going to play what your energy is going to be in the room so i think i had a lot of creativity with my time at soul cycle which really helped me kind of flow into doing my own thing very naturally it didn't really feel like very much change and i think that that also having that same like investment in my community and in my guests that took my class that's why when i did venture out and do my own thing it was like everybody's still coming with me and it was like really a really nice transition and i think I mean, in so many areas of life. You invest in the people that invest in you, and that just comes back when you mm-hmm. know you do leave a place. They're like, well, we still love the way you teach. We love your vibe. Yeah. We love your energy. So that's been a really pretty like seamless transition mm-hmm. aside from all of the extra work that I now have to do <laughs> so was fitness like always something cuz I know like in
3: another life you were a flight attendant it was a flight and attendant and then so were you doing flight attendant and soul cycle at the same there time there was
2: a time where i was doing like four jobs at Jesus. once yes <laughs> <laughs> um, i think when i was at soul cycle sorry when i was i was a flight attendant before soul cycle which i kind of also fell into that job as well um, i've always loved traveling always mm-hmm. kind of spent all of my savings, leaving and exploring. Um, and I had a girlfriend that reached out to me, being like, "Air Canada is hiring, and I'm gonna apply." And I was like, "She was like, you should do it. Like, it's all. It's gonna be so fun. We can travel." And I was like, "Okay, girly, let's do it." <laughs> um and i got the job and it just i think i got in at a really good time too i was pretty young i was 21 mm-hmm. and it was a good time you know i didn't have kids and things at home where i think as you get older in that industry it's tough because you're never really home but I, it was kind of the perfect time yeah. in my life to do it because i was still living at home so you know it was fine to be never home and mm-hmm. just be able to travel whenever without having to worry about like rent and all of that um and then from there, I kind of got – I've always been into fitness. I actually started going to F45, like, te- like when there was only one in Liberty Village. Oh, my God. Um, An and there's only one in Canada at that time, too, which is crazy. crazy. Um, and I, I loved group fitness. I grew up doing, like, all group, like, soccer, competitive dance, mm-hmm. gymnastics, and university. I did cheer. Um, so always, like, team group Team-based, mentality. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I started going to Soul Cycle many, many years ago, actually, when I was dating – a man out there and we didn't <laughs> mm-hmm. have it in Canada and I loved it I feel like it reminded me of dance because it was like to the beat to the which my workouts now yeah. are also to the beat um and it kind of was like a combination of like all the things I love to do you get to like curate a playlist you get to motivate people you get to get extra sweaty and you mm-hmm. also get to be up there being like silly on stage yeah which I feel like like the the competitive dancer mm-hmm. in me like love yeah um but yeah so I was doing uh, I was a flight attendant, then I was doing SoulCycle at the same time, which is also kind of how I shifted into doing content Because I think I was doing a mm-hmm. lot of things that people like to see, like I yeah. was traveling a ton and I was teaching all these fitness classes and kind of sharing the chaos of doing that and i was starting to do content creation and i was actually head of partnerships at 437 at the time which was oh my this god just wow. a <laughs> million things at once you worked and at had- 437 i was like one of their like the first time i feel like so many was there's also other life.
3: people that have been on this podcast there's like multiple people have been on this podcast yeah. that have yeah. worked also at 437 everybody yeah. has worked yeah.
2: there but i feel like aside from the founders they hired like three people like originally yeah. and i was one of those three Oh my One is cool to see that kind One of that's One question itself. that
1: I always have for someone who comes on the podcast yeah. who has a, a, a schedule that rivals how busy Sarah often is, is like <laughs> you've just listed doing four or five jobs oh all at my the same God. time. Yeah. How mm-hmm. did you balance that?
2: Whew, or balance. You or, or balance did you? Yeah. <laughs> um, you know what? I really did find a way to balance it all, and I think it was because it made sense to me for like – I mean, you know, like the quote, like eventually all the dots connect. I feel like looking back, it all makes sense. But I think I wanted to set myself up in certain areas before I took certain leaps. So. When I was a flight attendant, I loved that I was able to travel everywhere. I was traveling for work, and then I was also able to take my passes and travel outside of work. Mm. That one was a really tough one to let go of. I mean, you go from it being like, you just have to pay for some weird airport taxes to being like, flights are like $2,000. When you realize now, how like, expensive oh they actually God. are.
3: Especially your former employer, how specifically oh. expensive they are.
2: <laughs> yes. And, but I think there was a lot of like, I don't want to say negatives. I loved that job while I was doing it, but I think my... For lack of that I feel like my customer service ran out if that makes sense it's a lot of negative people and I feel like you know whenever I tell people that they're so shocked like they're like people are rude like they're like I feel like I'm so friendly and I'm like I think that everybody genuinely thinks that but it's like you're excited when you get to the airport and then you're excited when you get to your destination but that in between is Mm -hmm. a really weird phase of like everyone's tired and groggy and like I think a lot of people forget that I think for most people we're usually traveling for fun but there's a ton of other reasons why people travel that are yeah. like yeah. not fun or like you know for like funerals and like work travel's not always fun and a lot of other things not to say that that's an excuse for when people are terrible yeah. but any sort of delay flight attendant gets blamed for it it's not oh. the captain it's not the airline you're
1: kind of the only person that they're interacting with that they're with, yeah. getting right? face to face yeah. so
2: you know like if they're, we're delayed because the plane has a mechanical They get on that flight three hours later, and they're They're pissed pissed. at you. And I'm like, look, I would rather be down here with the plane getting fixed and up in the sky and realize there's a malfunction. But I feel like you're the front facing for an airline in any capacity. So it just is like, if anything goes wrong, you're getting – I feel like it.
3: flying in general, and maybe just because I've been like traveling more over the past couple years, I've really noticed it. It's like yeah. people have such an individuality complex
2: when they oh travel. Like yeah. people travel, as if they're the only person, the only person that oh. has over, ever traveled. I know, and yeah. it's even in, in categories. It's like if you're not sitting beside your significant other, like everyone must move, or like if you have a baby, like you are the first mother to ever fly. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, oh yeah. my god! Like can and we and all especially if you it. deal with that every single day? Every day, and That's even not even like every day. It's like. <laughs> It's like, I think it's the lack of like, fresh oxygen. Or it's like, you're on a 12 hour flight to (laughs) Europe. And it's like, I can't even step outside to like, take a deep breath. That's just like, with the same, you know what? I used to serve like, years ago. And it was like, if you had a terrible table, you could pass it to someone else, or go outside, or tell your manager. Like, there's no management in the sky. It's just you in charge. Oh, that's so true. And so it does just get, I feel like, anyways. So back to like, lining a bunch of things up. It was like, I loved my passes. I didn't want to get rid of those. And then with SoulCycle, I like really loved my time at SoulCycle, mm-hmm. which I feel like looking back in post-pandemic, I know there's people that did not have the same experience when they made some, you know, shifts during the pandemic, like most companies did. Mm-hmm. But I had an amazing experience. I feel like I've never had a job that I will like forever speak so highly of, of like from start to finish. Um, but what I was ready to part ways with when I did make that decision was... I was teaching like twenty five times a mm-hmm. week when I was at SoulCycle, Cycle, which is insane. Okay, I was gonna say because
1: one of my first as a creator manager, one of my first clients yeah. was a Soul Cycle instructor oh God, in who? New York, Jara Fosterfell. Jara, Fos-
2: the this name sounds familiar. Like- me- wait, Jara. I actually yeah. do know her. Oh, really? Yes, I never like like, but she she was like no famous for like she did training twice or something. Yes. Was like something, yes. Yes, yes, yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 So she was before my time, but I like remember hearing about her. So I started I working with her
1: is. just at the end of her first training that okay. didn't happen, and yeah, then yeah, the next yeah. time. But she was saying the same thing even back oh, pre pandemic. Was like, it is exhausting, and it's
2: not like other workouts where you can kind of like you know I look at some of not to knock any other brand, but like some of these other things where you're kind of walking around mm-hmm. the room. You're like on a podium with like ten lights on you and you're doing the dance and you're yeah. also making it look effortless while yeah. talking. it's like one yeah. of these. You're like, I'm talking, well, I'm I'm dancing, I'm laughing, I'm jumping around, and, and I'm teaching, and I'm making sure everyone's safe. It's like a lot and of And to be things. a good instructor, like as someone that enjoys spin. Yeah. The
3: best instructor is the one that like ride with you the whole oh, time. Because yeah, exactly. there are spin instructors that like get off the bike and just do that and just walk yeah. around and stuff. Yeah. But then you're kind of like, Why the hell am I putting this effort yeah. if they're not doing it well, as you well? Like, be, like, you, you know what,
2: there's a difference It's the balance of it the energy if you get off the bike because yes, i used to exactly. get off the bike because i was like i'm teaching five classes today yeah. i'm getting yeah. <laughs> off the bike at some but point but it's like if you still bring like yes you
3: it. have to and be you able do to do the, the same the thing with like your classes now like yeah. if you decide to like stop doing something you're like doing a lap of the room to hype exactly. like everyone up yeah yeah but
1: then that's part of the other part of it too that maybe you didn't mention but you did allude to at the beginning of the podcast yeah. was that you're not only teaching the class there you also have to build up your personal brand yeah. to have people wanting to come to your classes exactly. in the first place right yeah. is there
3: like a like with I just I just don't know if, if about it like so you have like build up your brand so people want to take your
2: class yeah. is there
3: like incentives for you as instructors that like if yes. you have more sold out classes oh, yeah. you get bonuses yeah so oh, there was that soul okay. cycle
2: which was amazing I feel like they did a really good job of like even just breaking like industry standard norms I feel like a regular personal trainer or like a, an instructor at a gym makes like 40 to 50 bucks a class which mm-hmm. is why you have to teach or take on so many classes and I feel yeah. like SoulCycle really did compensate us a lot better than like the industry standards which was great and then there was an incentive that was like if you uh we had 65 bikes so after 10 bikes you would get like a dollar for every bike That was full, which then would end up being like, you know, an extra 60 or 70 bucks on top of your pay. pay. And then if you did get 100% sold out, you got like another incentive of like another like 50 bucks, which like you would end up making like 250 bucks a class. And you're like, all right, well, this is great. But I think because they give you those incentives, it really pushes you to like, okay, how can I make sure people are coming back to my classes? And I always said this to new instructors that came after me they would be like, oh, like I have the worst time slots. And I was like, look, when I started, I had all the weird times. I had like the 4.30s or like the 7.30s. You want to be on that sweet spot. And I remember building up those time slots. So then when it did come time to be like, okay, we're ready to give you the 6.30. I was like, oh, I love my like 5 o'clock because I'm done by 6 o'clock. You know, I was like, no, I'll keep them. It's like if you have a time slot, you have to just – work with that and i feel like that's like building community that's remembering people's names that's you know learning what songs and styles and things that people like and being able to kind of cater to that which also comes out so organically if it's Mm -hmm. like something you actually really love doing so So
3: because that's like what building community all that was already happening at soul do you think that's
2: why it made it like so much easier for you to continue to live sweaty than also being a content creator as well 100 yeah so eventually um during the pandemic when I first started liver beans which is how mm-hmm. it all started it was you know we were locked in for two weeks which <laughs> was a joke at the, the biggest time. joke yeah, of was all like, time oh, two weeks? <laughs> yes um and I was just doing them on Instagram live like I was like you know what I'm gonna do seven we did a seven minute arms and soul cycle so I was like, gonna do like a little mini series of just doing like an arms every mm-hmm. single day for two weeks which turned into like three months of doing it every single day straight. Oh, wow. And then everyone was like, I think you should do, like, a full workout. Like, would you ever do, like, a 40-minute class, 45-minute class? And I was kind of like, yeah, I mean, like, let's see, like, sure. Mm-hmm. Um. And then that kind of took on from there. Soul cycle was still closed. Everything was on Zoom. So it was nice to kind of have, like, you know, I was having, like, 300 people show up to these Zoom workouts, which was crazy, um and then when Soul Cycle opened it was kind of it was a really hard decision for me to make because I loved it so much mm-hmm. but I think I was ready to kind of see where this could take me. I I'll, I remember actually when I did end up quitting i had gotten an opportunity to do a pretty big shoot in LA and I had asked for time off and at the time again it was like we were low on instructors. I was performing very well and they were like we can't give you the time off. And I there had been another a couple other situations where I was kind of almost like punished is not the right word, but it was like a blessing and a curse doing well in the market. It was like, mm-hmm. we want to send you to London to open the Soul Cycle out there. And then it was like, oh, we can't take you out of this market though. So like maybe next time. And then it was like, there was a photo shoot opportunity in New York and they were like, we want we want you to go. And then it was like, we can't take you out. So it yeah. became like this thing where I was like, I feel like I'm being held back by this thing that I love and I'm doing well at, but like what would happen if I didn't have this kind of holding me back? So originally I was planning, I, I quit. Um, I put in my two weeks, which was like I've never cried harder than my last <laughs> two weeks at Soul Cycle, which just speaks volumes of like the community yeah. that I built there. Um, but yeah, I cried because it was also COVID, so we couldn't even have full rooms. So I did like right. two weeks of goodbye rides with like not even 50% capacity, oh, but true. it was like it, so was, it doesn't feel like the same energy. Of it like was, you know, what they brought the energy, they did? we okay, brought good. the I'm energy, glad. and I remember on my last day, I left and I. I had gotten so many, like, flowers and gifts, like, gifts from my riders. I had to in my car and have an Uber for in my Uber because it was, like, it wouldn't fit. Like, wow. it was insane. Like, I was like, i got to quit jobs more often. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is what happened. Yeah, I was like, okay. whoa, okay. <laughs> um, but, yeah, then I left, and they just didn't have any um, enough, like, name house instructors, and they actually ended up, like... Leaving the Canadian market, which I sometimes I'm like, shit, maybe I should have stayed because I was like, you know, maybe I'll go back in a couple months after mm-hmm. I went out to LA for like four months. And I was like, I'll go back maybe after and do like yeah. once or twice a week. Um, but I think that it was good that that didn't happen because it really forced me to like take a leap of faith and kind of trust what I was doing, which was, was like what I needed, which is why That's we're here. That's where like the now.
3: pandemic, it was like obviously a horrendous, horrible thing that yes, was miserable. But like, I think it really like help people reprioritize 100%. and like, I mean, zoom workouts were never a thing before. And never. now like you can still do a zoom workout and people will still like yeah. pay money to do oh, it. Yeah, of it course. creates like a whole other standard. I mean, like for me, like I didn't create content for myself until the pandemic. Like yeah. I think it really, for, for a lot of people gave them the opportunity to like go off on a different Just, path. Just like, get
2: creative a little bit. I feel like yeah. it gave people, I don't want to call it spare time, but a yeah, little but, bit oh, of, yeah. you know, time sure. to like do and try other things and whether you were, like, fully off work or working part-time from home kind of thing, it really gave you, like, also, I have to fill my day, so yeah. how am I going to do it? Yeah, exactly. Think outside like, the box. Can
3: think of, like, a new purpose and, like, 100%. a new path to go on as well. Have yeah. you ever done a spin class? You did the spin class that we did, but have you ever done one other than that?
1: Yeah, my friend Rich, actually, is doing the show. He's a spin instructor at Rise.
2: Really? Oh, okay. Fun. Oh, Rise. Wait, do I know him?
1: British guy. British,
2: maybe. I know the owner there. I a, used R- to take my soul cycle is the one that's in Liberty, Liberty. Village. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. I've, so I've done a few of those classes. Nice. But then I also, I went the other way in the middle of the pandemic and ate the, uh, or drank the Peloton Kool-Aid. Oh, okay, so, yeah, the Peloton yeah. Kool-Aid.
2: Yeah. It's not the same bike, though. It's not the same. As it's like different. it's, it's different. different. It's a, it's a different. very different experience. You know what? They yeah. have to do that because I know people are always like, it's one or the other. And I think it's, I mean, they have, if you teach spin and you understand the like safety and why you have to, you know. Mm -hmm. watch people's resistance you're like well nope. they can't put a bike like that in people's homes and expect that they're not gonna blow their like you have to eat it teach a different style to make it like safe at home did you ever have anybody like completely eat it in a
3: class like go over the front of the (laughs) handlebars. I'm always terrified that was gonna happen
2: (laughs) but I had someone they like make you like you learn, and again, I have nothing but like the most respect for the way that they like Soul Cycle Trading, they send you for three months to New York. And everyone's always like, What do they have you doing there for like that long? And you're like, then you leave and you see kind of some other in studios and other instructors that maybe don't have that long of a training, and it kind of makes sense the yeah. like mm-hmm. quality of like the way things kinda go. But I had somebody, and you know, she was on her bike, and I remember like luckily she was like almost center, but she was back yeah. row. And she kind of like, I just saw her not pedaling anymore, which again, 65 bikes, you're really like, you have to scan the room like the whole time. But I watched her kind of sitting there for a second. And then I saw her like kind of look like she was gonna fall. And I remember like, this is also keep in mind while I'm teaching, I'm like, all right, guys, right, left, right, left, like, woo, yeah, Beyonce. (laughs) And then I like just kind of shimmied to the back and. I was like, are you good? And she was like, I'm feeling really faint. And I was like, okay, we're going to get you out of here. And then she like went limp. And I remember oh, wow. unclipping. I had to like unclip both her feet and pull her over the bike. And I got lucky that one of the guys that worked front desk was taking class. But at the time he couldn't see because I was in the yeah. class. So, or sorry, in the back. But then as soon as I kind of brought her out front, he unclipped and scooped it. Like if you weren't front row, you would have never known that. Because so I was literally like let me unclip your feet. And then I was like, and one and two. <laughs> <laughs> and like as soon as like my friend grabbed her and she was oh out like, God. someone was like, did someone fall off their bike? And I was like, don't you worry about <laughs> don't it. Don't like, Don't you worry, worry about anything. <laughs> but like, it's scary. I'm always it's watching. Scary. I got you. Oh my it's God, like never it's a dark room. room. It's like everybody's sweating. You don't know people's like level in there if they're new. And not that yeah. you like don't be discouraged if you're new, but like some people like get take just it like, yeah, Take it Problem. easy if you're new. Yeah, take it easy.
1: Imagine.
2: see
3: <laughs> it's true that i guess that is maybe the one intimidating part about group fitness i think yeah. for a lot of people oh, for is sure. the fact that like it always was for me like you come into it yeah at, at, even if you're new like they'll ask like oh is this first or yeah. right or this or that
2: but any group fitness, you feel weird, fitness, you say, feel weird.
3: Yeah. and because like you could be going into a class that's like someone's 150th class yes. and it's your oh, first my and you're well, doing the same thing it's definitely
2: intimidating in that regard i think especially like People don't understand the rows and, you know, like front rows yeah. people that are like, I'm going to get every die beat. Hearts, yeah. and, but I think, again, that goes with, like, creating a place where it's like, this was, this is so-and-so's 500th ride, but they had a first ride. And, yeah. like, you know, everybody starts somewhere. So I think if you're able to create that, like, safe space, which I think is something that I, like, really – like, that's, like, my favorite thing and favorite mm-hmm. compliment is that people come and they're like, oh, I was nervous. Even with the Zooms, you know, they're like, you just create such a welcoming environment for all levels. And I think that that's so important, especially in the fitness space where everybody, mm-hmm. no matter what cl- number class you're on, you're all coming in there in your, like, vulnerable states of, like, mm-hmm. okay, even if I c- I've been, a f- like, 500 times, like, it's still, it's such an interesting thing, group fitness. You're, like, in a sports bra with, like, a bunch of strangers yeah, just, that's like, true sweating your brains out. And I feel like if you can create a space that everybody feels like welcome and if people feel like, you know, if someone's judgy, they would be like, this isn't my room. Like, I'm yeah. going to be over exactly. here with the caddy so instructor.
1: how do you do that then? So like, well, how, what's your approach to make a class I, approachable for someone who's maybe new to fitness?
2: I think in terms of like, you know, typical things like modifications, always being able, being able to offer like, you know, if you're newer today or if you're not feeling like going X, Y, and Z, like mm-hmm. giving different modifications. But I think I think truly it comes down to like the way that you're able to encourage people and you're not like, you know, you're not singling people out. Like there's definitely times where you can see someone has no resistance on and It's taking that step of instead of calling them out on the mic, maybe like shimmying through the aisle and being like, I'm going to put a little bit more resistance on for you. You know what I mean? You don't want to single people out. And I think that also being able to be vulnerable in your own, being like, you know what, I'm going to take a seat on this one. gives that space where people can be like, okay, she's actually going to sit for this one too. So maybe I'm not, I don't need to like go all out. And I think that comes in a lot of other ways too. And same with the way you show up at the studio and being able to, I think have conversation with people. It takes away from being like this untouchable instructor to being like, okay, she's just like a real girly who's Mm -hmm. here, who wants to make sure I have a good sweat and a good time. And I think that that's how you can create like a, comfortable space where people are like okay this is my first class but like it was the girl at the front's first class one time too and it makes it just a more welcoming environment which makes it just more fun for everybody
3: I know you have been like kind of on a journey where you've been like trying out all these different fitness classes mm-hmm. in the city trying to like fall in love with different things yeah. have you found though that like it's actually harder to find that sense of like community not even just community but that sense of like that
2: welcoming feeling yeah. I think again too it's it's a different world post-COVID. I think the fitness space really really took a hit, and not Mm -hmm. because of community, but I mean, I think it just, things shifted, budgets shifted, you know, like a Mm -hmm. lot of things shifted internally. And then again, to the point of like, people starting their own things and then going back to their studio and being like, you know, I think that there's just, it has been tough. I think it's also tougher where your money's going in 2023. Like I, I, I remember coming back from SoulCycle training and going to work out again, And now I'm an instructor and I'm like, okay, wait, what am I kind of paying for at this class where I'm like, you know, I'm not being motivated or I'm not even down Mm -hmm. to like amenities and stuff, you know, like, I think that post-pandemic classes have gotten a lot more expensive. And sometimes Mm -hmm. I'm like, the front desk girl doesn't say hello and there's no shower, you know, and it's not even, I'm not even showering there, but I think it comes down sometimes to like principle and like the experience of it. Like I, I just like, you know, you walk in, I want someone to be like, hi, like nice. That's where it starts. Right. And then. Yeah, I just think it's been, it's tough finding a studio where you're like, I love the way I feel here. And again, not to like... I love SoulCycle. They they had a whole training for that. They had a whole like step-by-step thing. And I think that's also something that I try to have, you know, when I do the park workouts. I have Mm -hmm. 60 people come and I want everyone to know that they're getting a squeeze on the way in. You're getting a high five on the Mm -hmm. way out. And I think it's just like, I'm grateful that you're here and I hope to see you again. And I feel like when people feel that energy that they remember that. They want to come back. And I think it's been tough in the city. I don't know. Do you find that with your workouts?
3: Yeah, I. Well, it's why I think I've never become like obsessed with one type. Group I fitness. bounce. Yeah. I, group fitness. I bounce yeah. around a lot, so like, I'll go through like phases. Yeah. Went through a big spin phase, but then I like kind of fell off that. Yeah. And then it's like, I don't know. I, and do you know what? I was always envious of like in spin specifically. Yeah. You're, I'm always like a little envious of like the front row crew that like they all like Knows. work for time at the studio. They yeah, all know yeah, everyone. Yeah. They know. And like I just always felt like, mm, like I'd have to come here a lot to get to that point. I don't think hey, I, right, can, right. you know, like yeah. I think that's the thing. I also, I think it's insane that like I'm paying sometimes twenty seven dollars for oh fitness God, class and no. I can't use a towel like well, that's just it <laughs> that's you know and like places. I love berries
2: but I'm like berries is like forty something dollars yeah. now by the time I pay for parking and get my like eighteen dollars yeah yeah, I'm, like, yeah uh, it's like seven forty five in the morning I've already spent one hundred dollars <laughs> like
3: what <laughs> exactly and I think you're right though in the sense of like where are people's money going like if they're paying yeah. for something now I think you're right like in twenty twenty three we're it's more expensive Things I think they are more expensive people are more like for a Pilates class for me sometimes I'm sitting like laying there going like yeah it's great I got the infrared and it like makes it better yes. but also I could just look up blog Lotties on YouTube and go down to the gym in my condo building yeah. and do the same work which is so. also
2: tough because then you're like okay but now I'm in my gym with my blog Lotties and for, sure. Not, you know. <laughs> for sure you so, know for sure but that's your when you were saying like it's about like the the person the, the, the fitness the experience it, and, and experience, I think
1: for me too it comes back to motivation 100%. as well yeah. is yeah. to be able to commit to something and yeah. know you're showing up with other people is that, yeah. that's
2: a, another reason another motivating factor yeah, yeah I love the, that's I've always been a group fit I've never been a gym girly
3: I'm not that. really a gym girly either I've always been yeah. I think it's team sport mentality yeah. though I yeah yeah <laughs>
1: Also, someone who talks pretty openly on social media about your mental health, yeah. going to therapy and whatnot. Yeah. Sort like.
3: We love therapy here. We bring it up on every big,
1: of the podcast. Yeah. Yes. We're big promoters it. of therapy. <laughs> so like, was, has that always been something that you focus on the balance between physical health and mental health? Or? Um,
2: I wouldn't say in the past it was something that I wasn't talking about, but I think it kind of came hand in hand with like me going on my own like mm-hmm. healing journey, if you will. Yeah um I've definitely always been a mental health advocate I've always been you know for taking care of your whole body mental and physical health but I think it's been really nice to be able to candidly speak to actually putting in the work yourself um and I think again that's something where people are like I love that you're sharing this there's such a stigma around therapy I think people think like you know something terrible must have happened you know what I mean and it's Mm -hmm. like it really is so many different layers of like communication and childhood like it's the craziest things when you learn the little things that like even I, I, I watched a podcast the other day that was talking about how waking up from a nap when you're like a ch- literal four-year-old and your parent not being right there not even like being absent just yeah. like not being right there when you open like that could be something that stems anxiety as an adult you know like mm-hmm. it's really little things that I think everybody could really just benefit and Bettering their communication skills, learning about why they handle situations the way that they do under it. Like, you know what I mean? And then it goes deeper into like, a lot of people have real shit going mm-hmm. on. And I think pulling away the veil of it being like, we're all living these perfect lives with these perfect families and these perfect childhoods, I think is something that is, should be spoken about more because that's when you feel like maybe something's off with me because, you know, and it's like, no babe, everybody has got it. stuff. And I think that the older I get, there's like so much beauty in that raw, real vulnerability of accepting kind of where you're at and what you want to change or patterns you want to change. And I think everybody can just benefit from that. And I think if I can be a space where people are like, she's doing it. Maybe it isn't so Mm -hmm. crazy afterwards. Like I love hearing people being like, I've gone to therapy because, you know, you talk about it. And now I started really thinking about X, Y, and Z. And like now I have a therapist that I love or I put together like a... Document um a year ago because a lot of people are asking for my therapist, which not that I ever don't give mine out. That's a little but too, close to, a, yeah, a little too like, close to home. Yeah, like I can't have you being with my my crazy <laughs> being with your crazy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, no, but I feel like I was like you know if somebody close to me asked for my I would be like here are the five that I actually first tried because I, I and I always share this too. It takes a second to figure out. Yeah, like, exactly. I went to one and I remember she was. One of my girlfriends suggested me to her, suggested her to me, and she was a little bit older. and I felt like our, you know, trial session, I was kind of explaining things where I was like I don't want have to explain, to explain what like yeah. sliding into the DMs is. And I'm sure yeah. you're a, like a <laughs> ton of knowledge, but I was like, I can't have you not understand what it's yeah. like to kind of per, like share your whole life on social media." And then I had another girl who, Again, bless her, but she was just like a little too. I feel like I need a little bit more of a challenging approach. She was a little too soft-spoken, mm. a little too like I was like I need someone who's going to be like you know okay, a little okay. emotion like oh my god, bad word is that allowed on here? You can swear. We're rated. Sorry, explicit. But I tried a couple. So at first, I was kind of sending it to people like here are the five. I'm not going to say which one was mine. And then mine has a, had a pretty long wait list when I got in with her too. But then I opened it up and said like if anyone has a therapist that they love, please drop it in this box because I have tons Mm. of people. And I got, like, over 200 people that put it in and i mapped it out in alphabetical order added phone numbers and emails and, and put it oh, in I a little that. doc that lives a on my instagram resource. yeah i was gonna say it's still available because that's available. such a good resource for people it's a good resource because yeah. you can get you can google and you get so lost especially if, like depending on what you're looking for there's so many different kinds of like specified and therapist. even like for yeah. people
3: that are like if you like have a job that gives you
2: benefits there's yes. like difference between like yeah. psychotherapy and psychology, like the type of yeah. therapy that even qualifies exactly. So but, it is still there um, but I think it's just really important to open up that dialogue and we're it, we're living in a time where I, I feel like a lot more people are talking about it but I, I think if you can again be like you're chatting with people and be, being candid about mm-hmm. what you're going through it's like this is just as important as working out and yeah. I think that people sometimes aren't able to see that they're really the same. Well and know? I think
3: like it's the idea where I always get like with friends whatever they're like yeah. oh but like when are you gonna stop I go well mm. like when do people stop like working, working out? out it's the same thing yeah. because yeah. I also am kind of with the mentality of like so I've been with a therapist for like a year and a half now yeah. my mentality is nothing like horrendous is happening right now but if something bad does happen yeah. I want a person that already oh understands me and that's like knows my, that history. knows my history knows those things about me or knows how I react to things or yeah so I always have that it's the same it's like any muscle and yeah, I also think like
2: muscle the,
3: with like what's like you were explaining before which is what I found so fascinating about it as well when I first started is like learning how everything's connected and like oh my goodness it's wild it's all childhood and everything it does feel very similar to physical fitness in the sense yeah. of like oh if I do this workout yeah. then this muscle gets
2: more toned exactly. you can see the result you can make it make sense and I yeah. think that people it's such an interesting thing I was actually just talking with my boyfriend about this love you Justin but you know I feel like recently I've been like I we're like we passed the year mark and yeah. we have great communication but it's like I'm always like you should go to therapy and i feel like mm-hmm. sometimes people are like i don't need to go. like what i'm a little stressed out at work and you know my mm-hmm. parents are maybe not together or something and it's like i feel like people don't realize how those things really do affect you and they, your mm-hmm. capabilities of maybe like getting into a serious relationship or your views on marriage or like you know maybe you're working too much to make up for something that you don't want to deal with exactly. right and i think it's so tricky because you can't force someone to go to therapy, right? No. And, I, and I, I joked about this with my therapist because she was like, and we hate those clients too. They come in and they're like, <laughs> my girlfriend made me come. I don't know what <laughs> <talking>. <laughs> But it's like, I think it helps with
3: all tools of communication at yes. any level. I do the it same well, But you have,
2: to, too, you have though, right? to want to do it. Like I, yeah. I, I was telling a girlfriend this recently. I remember when I was much younger, when I was like 18 and I was a server and, and, and an older girl was talking about therapy and how she's on her healing journey. I remember kind of being like, yeah, girl, yeah, like, okay, yeah. okay, Woohoo, oh okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, like, not, it wasn't until, I can't even say it was when I first started going, it has only been, like, in the last year now, I've been going for, like, a year and a half, so it was after the first six months where I was able to, like, see how I was also able to understand other people so much better, so and I was exact be able to same put way. my, you know, be like, okay, you know what, I think that maybe she's going through this, and we're gonna just let her have it mm-hmm. today, and just even having that grace it's for crazy. other humans is, like, if everybody just did that, we'd all just be living just so happily. I feel like it helps you be able to, like, step back from
3: a situation yes. and look at it from, like, a wider a wider, lens, lens, Or always. just take it out of, like, yeah.
2: even in relationships. Like, you know, when my first push was that I got out of, like, a very toxic relationship. And I think that if I had had the tools that I have now, instead of, you know, we don't need to just keep going at this and being able to be, like... This isn't necessarily me thing without placing blame on you. Like, we are just not working. Yeah, kind exactly. Of thing. But that's in every relationship. Yeah. Friendships, work relationships. Like, I just think if everybody prioritized that as much as they do regular, like, physical health, then we'd be just in such a different state I as, agree. like, a, as like humans.
3: I know. I think it helps with all forms of connection. And, yes. like, listen. It makes you a better listener. Well, I, I learned how to be a listener from my therapist because yeah. I watch how yeah. she listens and yes. you kind of take that oh on. My gosh. Yeah.
1: Yes. You alluded to this as well when we first started talking about this but it's not really therapy is not really something to go and like solve a big life problem like maybe you did have this traumatic yeah. thing. Yeah. And that's in like the push, push to do it. And yeah, yeah, it can absolutely like help you unpack that yes. one thing but like you're saying Sarah as well it's more of a way to uh, step outside of that yeah. and get an extra perspective that's going to help you in the with, long run in the, in or the long move run forward every, from that. and in every other aspect well, of your life not yeah. just like feeling better about one situation yeah. which I yeah. think is a common misconception. Which yeah, I'd, I'd be curious
3: if you feel the same way because like the one thing that I appreciate about therapy and like I have I match with a therapist that was younger for the purpose if I needed someone that could like understand right. social media and all that yeah, stuff yeah, yeah, it's really lovely having a space where that's someone that has
2: no idea Unbiased. who you are and no preconceived yeah. emotions Gosh. of you it's literally insane like I always joke with mine I'm like do you ever creep my socials and she's like no. And I remember being like, so you have no idea what any of these crazy yeah. men I've told you would even look like? Like,
1: That's why I couldn't like, be a therapist. Yeah, I'd be I'm too like, curious. I'd be like,
2: gosh, I mean, she so just has curious. no, she's so unbothered. And I'm like, oh yeah, I guess this really is kind of your day job. you know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. Yeah. It's like their job to like, re- like be like unbiased,
3: unbiased and yeah. not know anything about you. And it's like such a safe space when so much of your life is online oh and gosh, like your, your livelihood comes from that. Yeah. It's so wonderful having a space where it's like separate. you're separate you're like yeah. anonymous and they
2: really do like I know it's kind of like people will tease about this like oh like a therapist could just give you the answer they don't need to make a year for you like you know what I mean yeah, like, yeah. you made me come for a year when you knew this was gonna happen but it they really do teach you how to realize and come to those conclusions on your own yeah and yeah. I remember like this was like a year and a half ago but like yeah when I was in a not great relationship and it being like you know she wasn't being like yeah give it another go but she wasn't being like no, and it was like then you realize on your own, and then you're like, oh, that's what she was making me understand, like not just the, the entire like, time. You yeah. know what I mean? Like there's a greater picture here that like you don't see right away, and then you're like, okay, now I actually have the tools to make those mm-hmm. wise decisions. Or when you do have a realization, and own. they like pull out the notebooks,
3: you're like yeah, <laughs> actually, on July of this <laughs> the year, <notebooks>, the <laughs> not- damn, <laughs> no Or like my, when you're saying, where so- are they storing those notebooks? Well, I need to know. When I'm saying something <laughs> and she starts writing, I'll let her go. Why are you writing like, that? Like, that? Yeah, I was like, what is that? What'd you just write down Like, that? what are you writing at this <laughs> yeah. point? I know. I yeah. think I think yeah. also say, though, is it truly is. Like, it's been, it, we've been roughly the same time. It's it's the best tool for, like, if you're able, again, like, therapy can be expensive. If you're, it if can you be expensive, ex- yes. You can afford it, even if yeah. it's only once a month. Like, whatever level it is, I think yeah. it's something that... I think we'd all be better humans if we all just committed
2: to it. Longer. I think it's tricky too, with like you know when people are like, "It is so expensive." A hundred percent, it is. But then I'm like, "Babe, I just watched you go out for dinner three times this week. Yeah, make it two and you're good." You know, <laughs> or like, that's true I though. see your
3: fifth berries class yeah. this month. Or <laughs> like I feel like another gotta, Aritzia. Oh, the new Aritzia collection again. Yeah, like, I see. I see, it. I I see your unboxing. No, um, so
1: I think
2: yeah, people sometimes just, like, just need to reprioritize it a bit. It's that's like, a good
1: investment in yourself. Like, it's that's the, the best investment. It
2: is. It really is. It makes you feel good inside and out. I think that if people can, like, I think a really cool thing about our generation is we really are focusing on, like, the longevity of our lives and overall well being, even down to, like, you know what I mean? Like, skincare Mm -hmm. and stuff, being more, using more natural ingredients, all these things. I feel like as a generation, we're kind of really fixed and, like, focused on. Being better inside and out, which is like a really beautiful time to be a part of. Which is oh, it's very so cool. exciting.
3: Um, yeah. Is there anything exciting coming up for you, whether with just like social, whether with Christmas, whether with Christmas. sweaty? Yeah, tell us you all about You have to do it. it,
2: both of you. Um, Live Miss, which is its third year, third year or fourth year? What year? Third year. Third year doing Live Miss. It though. is the 12 days of Live Miss. It's a 12 day challenge. It's all online, which is Awesome, because I get to reach a ton of people. It kind of goes back Mm -hmm. to how we all started. And I think this time of year, too, when it's like freezing outside, it's nice to be able to be like, 7 a.m. I'm just rolling out my yoga mat. I haven't even brushed my teeth. I'm just (laughs) doing the workout downstairs. Um, But it's 12 days. There's 12 giveaways. It's really awesome. I work with all different brands that I work with over the last couple of years. They all donate an amazing gift, which is awesome. All of the gifts are roughly over $250 value. So really good gifts. Um, And then we add a bunch of other guests into it. So I have a life coach, I have a holistic nutritionist, I have a chef and we do, you know, we do a life coaching session, which is amazing. So there's 12 days of workouts and then some of the days have double layered days where we have like a session with the life coach, we have a workbook, then we have another day with the nutritionist where we go through, you know, at the beginning I I get people to share what they want to learn more about and she'll Mm -hmm. make a little whole 45 minute seminar about those things. And then we do a virtual cooking class with a chef. And she kind of goes through, again, all of the ingredients, why she chose them, why they're good for you, why, you know, the different ways to pair foods. Um, and then $25 from every sign up goes to the Food Banks of Canada, which is kind of oh, a nice, nice full circle thing where liver beans started when we had no workout equipment and everyone was using beans at home, which yeah. is kind of <laughs> how the name started. Um, and now it's nice to be able to, right before the New Year, I feel like it's, I mean, it starts the 5th, Monday the 5th or the 4th, whatever, Monday yeah. first week of December. Um, but I think it's a really hectic time, and that's why the the, the workouts being online is also like, you can Lovely. do it, you have the 12 days to do them. You don't have to do them at 7.30 every morning. You, don't, you can do them, you know, throughout the day, but they're live, so they're fun if you do tune in live. And then, yeah, there's a giveaway at the end, and it's just like a wellness reset to close your year and then to get ready to get into the holidays and then, to start. I your love new the year.
3: mentality of doing it right before the holidays, right before because the chaos. yeah, before the chaos. And like, I feel like so many people, the second it hits December, they're like, I'm shutting down for the yeah. rest of the year. See me in 2024. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's when I'll yes. become a better version. So, yeah. I like the idea of like Let's finishing the year strong.
2: It. Yeah, it's it's really good. And there's one in person day, which is really fun as well. Oh, you guys so have exciting. to come do it.
3: Yeah, I want to see Jacob struggle through one of your classes. Please. I'm in one time. I'm there. You're coming. I'll be You're front coming. row. He and, said it. He uh, said it here, everybody. He's coming. He'll do one. We do a talking fast. Live class. Yeah, oh, that right. We should Let's talk do it fast. Live class. class. Let's do it. <laughs> Catch us in summer 2024. Yeah, I can do landing wait. park. I can't wait. I uh can't thank wait. you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. I'm so guys. happy this could finally happen. Finally. Um, do you wanna shout yourself out? Tell everyone where they can find you all Yes, the, all guys, the come check
2: me out at Live McLeanny, which I'm gonna spell my last name since nobody knows how to spell it. L-I-V and then M-C-I-L-K-E-N-N-Y. Or check out my <laughs> website site, blah, 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 Livesweaty.com for my workout schedules. And all that fun stuff. There's always a ton of fun classes on the go. So very excited for all of that. I
3: love it. And you'll yeah. see all the adventures because who knows where she'll be this winter. Oh, girl, winter. you never know where You, you never know. It's like you, I Diego. open Instagram. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, literally, I open Instagram
3: <laughs> and it's today? like, oh, lives at the airport again. I where she's going this house. time. My,
2: my most proud k- partnership was when Pearson International reached out. And I was like, there has never Huge. been a more on-brand Best partnership. Ever. Let's go. ever.
3: I love it. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Talking Fast. We're here every single Wednesday. Like, comment, subscribe, thumbs up, review, good vibes only. And we will see you next week. Good vibes
0: only. Bye.